I'm Danielle Royston, and this is Telco in 20. Hey guys, thanks for joining us today on the podcast. We've kicked off a super cool series called the BFCs. You remember what that stands for, right? Elon Musk has his BFR and I have my BFCs, the big fucking clouds. My kids were here. They'd say busted. I'm talking about the hyperscalers. Those big cloud vendors that have spent billions and billions of dollars to perfect their operations, security, network, and software, and let you use it. I'm talking about the top three cloud vendors, AWS, Google Cloud Platform, and Microsoft Azure. Which one should you choose? We've invited each of them onto the podcast to make their case about why they are the right BFC for telco. So all you CTOs out there, listen up. Today we're talking to Google, so let's take 20. I'm so excited to have Neil Bunn on our show today. If you check him out on LinkedIn, you'll see that he's helping change the world with Google Cloud, which I totally love. Neil's official title at Google is Head of Customer Engineering, Media and Telco at Google Cloud Canada. And I met Neil while I was CEO of Optiva and even got him to travel with me out to maybe the last MWC known to man, MWC 2019. Welcome, Neil. Thank you. I appreciate being here. That was uh, quite a trip. It was a fun ride. It may be the last time we're all you know, at MWC, which is like this crazy show that everyone in telco knows about. It's like eight halls and more than 100,000 people. It's better than even the big car shows. Yeah, super impressive. I hope it returns. We'll see. So what do you do for Google? Like what's your day job and how do you spend your time? Yeah, so I've, I've been with Google for a couple of years now and predominantly all my time spent in telco and I have a team of engineers and really our job is to just go and help our clients modernize, become more efficient and just become way more effective. And, and cloud's a path to doing that, right? We try to do that obviously with Google, but as we'll probably touch somewhere in this interview, even if it's not Google, that's okay for my engineering team. We just love helping our clients. Yeah, and focusing on customers is always so awesome. Well, especially now in COVID, it's been amazing. I think a lot of people are just like, holy crap, how do we keep our business going. Very, very few people could have ever imagined, oh, I've got 30,000 workers supporting telco or telecommunications across a whole country. And no, none of us can go in to wherever it is. I've definitely seen the conversation in telco really change really fast. Maybe from COVID, maybe that's like the upside for telcos that they finally were like, oh my God, this is great. It's going to solve Nothing like global catastrophe to spur people into action, right? <laughs> totally. Right. So I'm pretty familiar with, with Google and it's famously difficult to get through the recruiting process. It's one of the best and coolest companies to work for in the world. What's going on at Google Cloud right now that gets you super excited to jump out of bed and work really hard every day? Well, you know, there's so many amazing projects, but one thing I just love is the work we're doing with Verizon around client care and a product we call CCAI, mm -hmm. Contact Center AI. It's so hard for people to get through customer support. And really what all of our customers want is to simply get something done, whether it's customer service or support or adding a feature or adding more data. Mm -hmm. All of those things are just so hard. And CCAI allows us to isolate the really hard problems where you still need a person involved. But at the same time, it allows us to move 
move things from just phone interactions to voice or text or chat and to seamlessly move from one to the next, right? Like I start a call, but I got to take my kids to school. My worst nightmare, I'm sure it's yours, is dropping after you've made it through the 45 minute queue to talk to somebody, right? Like, okay, (laughs) I can't carry on this call. I'm just going to move it to SMS on my phone. So some of the things we're able to do there are just amazing. So I'm looking forward to seeing that project, not only work for Verizon, but for all sorts of telcos around the world. I mean, I think people are like, that's insane. Trying to solve a problem is usually working across multiple systems, right? Entering the same data multiple times because the systems are just legacy. And so by moving all of these applications into the public cloud and leveraging things like CCAI, you could totally build a ton of loyalty to a telco that solves that problem and has a great experience. Right. And so you know that I've been a Google girl for a while now, and I love you guys and I love your technology, but what about AWS? They're the market leader. What would be your top three or four reasons telco customers should choose GCP over like your competition, AWS or Azure? Well, I'm going to spin it a different way. I think what makes me excited at Google is that we've always embraced the concept of hybrid, whether that was on-prem, because we know some things will never make it, and in cloud, but also across providers. It's okay if you're going to use AWS and Azure, and, and I'll be completely honest, I think the vast majority of clients are going to use multiple clouds. And so we have things like Anthos, which allows us to do kind of container organization and manipulation across multiple clouds. You can run Google's Anthos on Google Cloud, or you could run it on AWS or on Azure. And we're starting to see that across all of our products. You know, one of the big things from Google Next was BigQuery Omni, the ability to actually run BigQuery, one of our coolest pieces of Google Cloud technology, but now you can run it in AWS, right, through Google. So I don't think it's so much about pick a cloud and only one cloud. I think it's about how are you going to use cloud. And I think what makes Google somewhat unique at the moment is how much we're embracing the fact that it's not uh, us or them. It's uh, what parts of each of us should you be using and how are you going to use them? That's awesome that you guys are so open to that idea and it's not like an us or them. So I've been a big Spanner person. I've been really promoting Spanner kind of aggressively. (laughs) I think there were a couple of announcements that you made at the most recent Google Cloud Next. I mean, we talked about contact center, AI, I think Spanner, maybe BigQuery. Are there some key products that you think the telco industry should pay attention to? Well, first, I got to thank you for always loving Spanner. I mean, as an engineer, it's just miraculous, a globally mm-hmm. distributed acid compliant it, database. A, yeah. I mean, just so, so awesome in so many so ways. Awesome. But if we kind of look at Cloud Next, I mean, there were lots of fun things there. Certainly Anthos, we snapped back a year or two, we started to disclose Anthos and what our vision would be. And I think there were lots of people that were skeptical that we'd really have Anthos running on all these different platforms. But to show that it's actually accomplished that in a very, very short time, I think makes it super relevant. BigQuery Omni was interesting because it solves the problem a lot of telcos have of data gravity, right? Some of your data is mm-hmm. going to be in Google and, and in which case you use BigQuery naturally because that's it's one of it's our right pride there. and joys, right? Yeah. But sometimes it's just not going to be either because your clients are already in a different cloud or some of your applications, like we said, we're very pragmatic. But to be able to get the power of BigQuery in somebody else's cloud is super interesting. The last one that I thought was super interesting was confidential VMs, right? Anytime I'm dealing with uh, telecommunications providers, they have linkages to, you know, sensitive workloads. They may have government workloads. They have all sorts of things around data. 
And of course, we all go to the same place immediately. Like, here's how we encrypt at rest, mm-hmm. and here's how we encrypt in transit. But we've never been able to talk about encryption at a processing level. So being able to actually compute on encrypted data and actually keep it encrypted while we're working on it is phenomenal for those that are skeptical or challenged by data privacy legislations in any country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the security has always come up a ton with the telcos. And people ask me, like, how do you solve that? And I'm like, I just put them in a room with Google for 30 minutes. It's like a mic drop. Right. You know, everyone's like, got it. This is awesome. I have no more questions. And, and all their concerns just go away. And so that security story, not only is it strong, but it, it's getting stronger. Yeah, it's, it's neat. Yeah, it's super cool. I love the technology. It's, it's totally great. So in March, Thomas Kurian, CEO of Google Cloud, went big on telco partnerships and announced partnerships with Amdocs and Nutcracker. And so how is Google helping those vendors kind of work more closely with the public cloud. Are we talking about getting them into Kubernetes containers and it's it's really hosted software? Or are these guys really opening up their applications and re-architecting or refactoring for the public cloud? It's much more a case of refactoring and, and prepping. But absolutely, I think, you know, Thomas's um, focus on telco is really becoming obvious over the last six or seven months, not only in the announcements, but also in the hiring and the pace of hiring into those teams. But all of the partnerships that we're doing really are about that full reimagining of those stacks and modernizing those stacks. And I know you kind of mentioned Uptiva, I mean, you know, leading edge and had already done it. So, you know, now we're talking about the ones that need to kind of catch up and do that full modernization stack. And Mm -hmm. it really is about going back and completely refactoring those applications and making them truly cloud native. Mm -hmm. That's going to take a long time though. There's going to be lots of different steps. A lot of investment. Mm -hmm. The Google cloud next just concluded. If I were to send my listeners to go check out a session or two, telco specific, what sessions do they try to go check out? I would definitely go watch the Anthos announcements. The Anthos ones are really, really interesting because I think that's the place that a lot of telcos are going to kind of focus on, right? How do we re-leverage the hardware investments we already have? How do we also make sure that we're able to modernize things when you're in the cloud to kind of future-proof us? Um, And a series of those announcements inside Anthos are all very, very applicable to, to telcos. Cool. I love to hear about customer stories. It makes things real and tangible. I don't know if you have any telco customer stories that you can talk about where they took some lame legacy application and moved it to GCP and got like some huge wins. I love these stories. And so let me go get my popcorn while you talk. Well, you know, it's it's interesting because some of them are, are traditional telco. Some of them are, are totally different. We have a client here during COVID, which again, as you kind of indicated, who would have expected all their people couldn't come into the mm-hmm. office and needing to literally get reconnected to their environments. Uh, so needing to spin up thousands and thousands of virtual desktops yeah. um, in the space of just a couple of days to get workforce back and running. Yeah. Um, we ended up doing that with, with TELUS mm-hmm. and then writing a whole use case on how other telcos could use that for remote work from home. And then, you know, the other one that's uh, super fascinating to watch is our um, number of the things we're doing kind of with Vodafone around analytics, mapping, and AI, and leveraging a whole series of these things that really only Google has. You know, our AI is phenomenal. But then when you add on top of that, 
our mapping capabilities and what we know about the world. And then you add on top of that provider data that obviously Vodafone would have. Mm-hmm. The ability to re-optimize your network and, and plan that out in a much more efficient way. Some of those stories are really, really interesting because they kind of point to that future. And then there's just so many interesting things going on in the background about you know reimagining the future of entertainment and delivered services on top of telco services. I think every telco I talk to, what they don't want to be is just a bit mover, right? Yeah. They don't want to be a pipe. Yeah. And they aren't. right? They're inherent to all of us. They're the few people who kind of get to enter our homes. And so helping them kind of reimagine that service delivery. And there's lots of announcements coming over the kind of the next six months or so about different things we're doing in media and entertainment tied to telcos around the world that should be super interesting for lots of people. Well, I think a lot of times telcos think their value is the network, but I think the key to a telco is the subscriber. I mean, everyone will say we focus on the customer and we focus on the customer experience, but they've neglected that experience. And I think the telcos that sort of win are the ones who figure out how to really deliver an awesome 21st century customer experience. And you can do it with all these cloud concepts. So. I think yeah I mean that that's what it's all about it's all about the clients right that's how you can build loyalty is the services are connected really quickly and I have an awesome experience I'm excited to call you because it's going to be really easy to resolve my problem and to see those services as not individual services but actually as a whole suite of things that they're getting from their telco I think the interconnectedness of wireline and mobile and tv but the linkage of all of those things back together into one seamless Mm -hmm. experience that's amazing for telcos and cloud helps enable that in so many different ways so google offers google fiber in the united states you have your loon project to get internet access to rural areas i get a lot of times telcos are like google's a competitor right what what does google say to that I think in some areas, there's definitely always going to be places that, as a big business, Google experiments with and explores. And like Loon is is an innovation area for us. How do you deliver something to an area that doesn't have it? So it's kind of hard to see that as competition in most cases. We mostly have a deep partnership with telecommunications providers, right? So for all the examples of like Google Fi or Loon, the examples of, but we're providing YouTube and Stadia, things that drive 5G adoption and we're delivering tools like Android to create a healthy device ecosystem you know, that enables paths to revenue. I think when people are really pragmatic about it, Google delivers far more paths to revenue for telcos than we would ever be in competition. Mm-hmm. I certainly know Thomas's mission and mandate and his statements to all of the telcos that, that he goes and meets with is, I want to be your partner right, in a complete go-to-market. Mm-hmm. I want to increase your revenue. Yeah. I want to increase your client satisfaction. Those are not the statements of a competitor. Those are not the statements of an organization that wants to do anything other than enhance customer experience and then find a path to doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And so do you want to name drop a little bit? You know, what are some telecom companies that are GCP customers? You know, Vodafone, I think maybe Telefonica and Orange uh, were a couple of the newer ones that made announcements. Yeah, we've done a lot of work with Wintree, Telefonica, Orange, Vodafone here in Canada, TELUS. Um, We're actually doing work with all of the telcos in Canada at this point. Mm -hmm. You know, so as time goes on, it's less about, you know, who are our customers and more about who aren't and why aren't we working together? Because there's so many different places that we can work together. Totally. And so if an exec listening wanted 
to get a hold of someone at Google Cloud and like start that process and start to explore What's the best way to get a hold of Google? Do you know? Like Google Cloud, like is it 1-800-GOOGLE? <laughs> like how do you do that? Yeah, I, I mean, that's part of my team's job and, and the teams around yeah. the world is to be super proactive. So if you're an exec and you haven't heard from us, um, let us know. The greatest thing about Google is how collaborative we are. So, uh, you know, I can pass well, out my do you name, think Neil they Bunn, should at google.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you think people should contact their local Google office? Is that like the best way to do it or like go yeah, through the we website route super fast internally so it's really reached to anybody in google we now at least have a telco dedicated team which is fantastic awesome. well i think that's a really great way to end our chat and so neil thank you so much for sharing what's going on with google google telco and why telco should really consider gcp as their hyperscaler of choice so thank you yeah, no, it's appreciated. Thank you very much for having me and for uh, for the time to talk about areas of passion. It's awesome. fantastic. Thanks. Stick around because we're ending each podcast with a Telco in 20 takeaway. I have 20 seconds to tell you something you need to know. Neil mentioned how Telus hired Google to help them shift to remote working in a short period of time because of the stupid pandemic. But I can help you. I just published an article in that badass magazine, Fast Company, about it. That's because I've been using remote work for more than a decade to cut costs and boost performance. Companies are finally recognizing how successful remote teams can be. Check out my article about the future of remote work and how to make the most of it. We've included that link in our episode resources, as well as a link to the Google Cloud Next presentations. Accessing those presentations requires registration, but once you sign up, you'll find great info on the things Neil talked about, like Anthos, the super awesome Confidential VM, BigQuery Omni, and more. So I want to give a huge thanks to Neil Bunn and thank you to all of our listeners. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, share our podcast with your colleagues, and if you liked what you heard, give us a review. Let's connect on LinkedIn and on Twitter at TelcoDR. While you're there, sign up for our super awesome email newsletter at TelcoDR.com. That's T-E-L-C-O-D-R.com. And you can text me too at 925-TELCO-DR. Later, nerds.